experienced in these blackouts, blackout, stretches of time that you can't account for. Welcome back, everybody, to another Lost Log episode. This is your Captain Jose Valle Jr., joined by Mr. First Officer Mason Trader. Hello. We're back, Mason. We just, we, I... We're back from our Spooktober run. Mm. That was... Yeah. I didn't even think about it until, like, before I, I was working on this episode. Uh-huh. And that was... A, I feel like that was a home run, like... We were Dude, four we podcasts were, in four weeks, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, just like we, we I mean, I, we I norm, it felt like good. Normal, I felt a little know, bit drained afterwards. I'm not going to lie. I was oh, like, I mean, where do we go? You know, I would too if I had written any of the episodes <laughs> for sure. Would feel yeah. way too like I was overwhelmed, but um, I didn't. So, you know, yeah. I, Today, we're going to be taking a look at, we're, we're going a little bit continuing our true crime. Um, uh, trajectory of last week's episode, our Halloween special. We're going to be taking a look at serial killers who were never caught. We kind of teased it a little bit. We talked about one of the ones that's on this list, and um, we're just going to be taking sort of a what's the what's the word a, um, an aerial view of a, bir- a bird's eye. Bir- yeah, is that is that what it, like when it means where you're just kind of like breezing over you, it kind of well is you that, know how a, you know how a yeah. bird is up in the air and it yeah. flies over stuff so from its view right so we're not going super into detail on these uh we will link all like the resources and and, and um articles and stuff so that if you want to do your own research but we're just kind of taking a broad uh a look at some of these and um and we're going to be taking a look at a couple different um sources here which we'll include in the show notes but our first one uh, is the redhead murderer or the Bible Belt Strangler? You ever heard of him, Mason, or them? Uh, uh, no. So this is where they were active. They were active in Arkansas, Kentucky, Mississippi, Pennsylvania, Tennessee. You know the Bible Belt. Um, now that is—is is that how many is uh, how normal is it for serial killers to have that many states? That's pretty normal, right? Do they it, normally- it, it is normal. Yeah, it's normal, especially if if they're murdering along like a route. Like a, uh, like yeah. I-80 or I-70. There not there one called right. the I-70 killer who killed along? Maybe. Yeah, or I-80 killer or something like that. Um, but, yeah, so it, and sometimes I feel like it may be truck drivers. I don't want to blacklist truck drivers, you know what I mean? But if yeah, I was a truck driver serial killer. Style. Yeah, right? I got the trucker's that's hat. A, that's a hat joke. Superstar on it. Oh, um, who'd you steal that from? A superstar. So he was active. They, because I guess we don't know, uh, but probably he. No, no. True crime is sexist. We will not play to that. Like, because well, again, say anything yet? For so. instance, we talked about the Cannon Barbie Killers last time a little bit. 
uh-huh. Hamalka got off because people were sexist and we're like, no way she could have done that. That's and true. we here at Captain's Log, we're taking a firm stance and we're saying women can be monsters just like women. Men. Jose, I think I can brief up Jose's text message you just sent me is nope. that <laughs> women are responsible for all crimes all the time. Right? Those That's... were private. Nope, those were private. Those were between us. But you admit you sent them. For legal reasons, I neither confirm nor deny what Mason Trader has said. <laughs> so uh, uh, they were active from 1978 to 1992, and it is estimated that they had 6 to 11 murders. So the Redhead murders were a string of killings committed along the Bible Belt in the United States in the 1980s. All of the victims, many of whom were never identified, had red or reddish hair. Many of the, of the bodies were dumped on major highways in the United States, leading investigators to believe that the victims were engaged in either hitchhiking or sex work. Now, were the, were the victims all of a, a gender, or was it anybody just with red hair? Uh, it was women, yeah. It was um, just women. Okay. It was women, yeah. yeah. Um, the first murder uh, linked to the killer occurred in 1983 near Littleton, West Virginia, when a pair of senior citizens stumbled upon the body along one of the area's highways, investigators were unable to identify the woman and furthermore couldn't pin down a suspect. More victims, many sporting red hair, began to spring up in neighboring states throughout the 80s. The last known victim was Elizabeth Lamote, Lamote whose body was found in 1985 in Greenville, Tennessee, with evidence of a stab wound and severe blunt force trauma. Of the presumed victims, uh, actually only four have been identified, and the police interviewed two suspects in connection with the murders, but the true identity of the killer was actually never discovered. Um, what, a, um, what, a, what, a fun, what a fun couple that must be. That are like, they were just taking their normal like side of the highway yeah. walk. Yeah. And they just stumbled upon... <laughs> Let's <laughs> a dead body. Yeah, I I constantly because of the show I constantly think about that like because it's always like this person was walking their dog when they found the black dahlia torn in two on a on a front lawn or whatever, and I'm like, mm-hmm. man, that it's already stressful enough having to pick up poop from your dog, and then seeing a dead body like I don't know, man. I every time I walk my dog, I'm like. God, I hope tonight's not the night that I encounter. I bet it's body. a, I bet it's a real record scratch moment. Yeah, I, I would certainly like ruin my record? night. You know. I bet you're wondering how you, how I got here. You know. Yeah. As you're looking at like a fucking cut in half person. <laughs> I'm just, I go to scoop the poop and I look over and I'm like, ah oh, man, <laughs> like I was gonna go home and watch. A, the Haunting of Hill House. Now I gotta call I mean, the cops. Do you think there's ever a moment where they're like? Nah, you know, you think everybody's ever found no, a body and no, been yeah, like, yeah, definitely. So, mm, I've thought about this before no, because I'm not going to deal with this today. Yeah, because a lot of the time, person who finds the body is impl- implicated. You know, like depending on who the police department is, sometimes they'll be like, "Well, because of our biases, we may think that you did this and you called it in on yourself." Not so me, me uh, living in Los Angeles and having to deal with the LAPD, a man of color. I would hesitate before I call the police. I would certainly call my mom and ask what she thought before I call the cops. <laughs> hey, Ma, uh, listen. Um, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, Zuko's good. 
No, mm-hmm. so I was on a yep. walk, and yeah. um, uh-huh. so I found something, and I, I'm, okay. a, I'm a bit of a crossroads here. I'm not sure what to do. Oh. I found a dead body. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I should call the cops or just maybe sit on this one and go home. I think you should sit on the dead body. No, that's not what I meant. Now, hang on. Do you think that's going to help? I think so. I think there's only one way to find out. What if they're not dead? Okay, I'm going to sit on this. Yeah, no, they're how dead. It, how they're does it dead. feel? They're dead. feels how dead. How squishy, though? Hard, actually. Hard? Real hard. Hmm. This bit is... I don't... <laughs> I didn't like that bit at the It's end me, there. Jose's mom. Sit on that dead body, Jose. Famously, uh, one of my mother's quotes. The next one, Mason... Is a well-known guy. We all heard of this guy. Can you guess who it's gonna be? Uh, Who's when when you think uncaught serial killer? Who comes to mind? He's the Mister Worldwide, the Mister Three Hundred Five. He's the pit bull of serial killers, if you will. O.J. Simpson. No, he was caught. Oh, I mean, like we know that it's him. It is. It was. <laughs> it's the Zodiac killer. It's a Zodiac killer. I got it. I got it. <laughs> So, the Zodiac Killer uh, was uh, active in Northern California from the 60s to 70s with five confirmed kills and two injured um, who he attempted to kill but just couldn't get it done, I guess. Um, so, the Zodiac Killer... <laughs> well, you sound so disappointed. No, in right. I know. That wasn't... I mean, a better serial killer would have gotten to the, the job victims. done. It was like a, that was like a, uh, that was like a, like a post-game mm-hmm. uh, coach's interview where yeah. you're like, you know, I just... You know, Ted Bundy, he would have he would have made that he would have made that kill, and you know, mm-hmm. we were out there and just we just couldn't get the job done today. So you know, next question, huh? <laughs> the Zodiac Killer, uh, he you know he rocked the nation throughout the '60s and '70s. Once uh, again, what is what are you what your verbiage <laughs> describing the serial killer <laughs> is wild. I yeah, I, I'm, okay. Let me try that again. The Zodiac Killer, he was the real he was a real Beatles of the serial killer world. <laughs> Zodiac Killer Mania. Um, the Zodiac Killer shocked the nation. There we go. Uh, throughout the 60s and 70s, due both to the brutality of his crimes and the way in which he fucked with authorities in the media, right? So and all he, his sold out arenas. <laughs> oh, speaking of sold out arenas, I feel like we have to talk about the Astro World shit. It's oh, crazy, right? No, dude, that fucking I read Absolutely that post insane. and I was just like that like it made my stomach hurt. No, I watched a video of like yeah, the, the, the screams, screaming. And yeah. then the girl well, like the lady on the thing? Uh, that Well, did you see her climbed... post that she wrote though? Uh-uh, which one? She wrote out like a four-page post. Well, uh, so we presumably it's the same girl because they she She's, you know, she's screaming there. There's, they're dead. There's people dying yeah. or whatever, right? She wrote a thing where, or presumably, I don't know if it's been confirmed that mm-hmm. it's her, but there was a whole written, like a four-page thing written where a person was talking about everything and went through it and was like, I was up on this platform. I climbed this ladder, was screaming, they're dying, mm-hmm. trying to pull the cameras, operators, and no one would listen to me. Yeah. So I, uh, she wrote like a whole four-page thing, and I read it, and it was like. Look, I, like having worked a live event before. You know, you're told, like, you got to keep recording or whatever no matter what. But, like, I don't – I don't know. I just – I wouldn't give a shit. And I would be like, what did you say? 
Holy I fuck. Just, and I would just go and get someone. I just, I, so yeah, no, again, I feel like, it's, it's a complicated issue, but it really isn't because a lot of the thing no. has been, the blame has been like, who do you blame? Blame the security. They weren't, don't blame Travis or whatever. I understand being a fan of, of a person and trying to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Defend, them? defend them. Right. Because you're a fan of them, but it's ultimately on the organizers and, Travis yeah. is one of the organizers. So, yes, he has responsibility and blame to share because a lot of – I saw a lot, one of the biggest arguments was people were like, it's the security. They were ill-equipped because people broke down the fences. And it's on the security and it's on the medical personnel. The medical personnel weren't trained or whatever. No, because who organized that? You know, who yeah. hired them? Who didn't hire enough security? Here's a, pod, here's a captain's log tip for you. If someone starts screaming – People are dying. People are dying. Take a second. Yeah. Dig into it a little bit because you know what? I, as I think we can speak to people who work in the video industry, and this is, I don't mean to put a bunch of unfair do on this camera operator. Right. Yeah. Either, but also, I mean, he kind of fucked up. If someone is yelling at you and you're at your job, if someone's yelling at you, people are dying, people are dying, I can't think of, there's not a single boss in the world. Yeah. Would, you know what? You know, I mean, honestly, and if your boss is like, well, you shouldn't have stopped and looked if someone yelled people are dying to you. Yeah. You should find a new job. You yeah. know what I mean? There was one time. Every boss and this is, is going to be like, that's fine. I get that you stopped doing your job because mm -hmm. someone was telling you someone was dying. Right. And this is not really comparable, but I'm going to say it anyway. One time I worked a wedding, right? And my job was to stay at the end of the, the aisle of people because the couple were coming out. And then this drunk... <laughs> groomsmen stole the golf cart that the couple were supposed to ride on and i went i should probably go tell someone that this happened because he's drunk and he's gone now so i did and my boss was not like what the fuck jose he was mm -hmm. like oh thanks Gr uh, now we can look out for this guy and it was right. that so mm -hmm. and then six people got trampled to death on the floor <laughs> of that wedding that night so he did almost hit people um <laughs> It was literally, so we were sitting there and the guy like tapped me and was like, do you think the keys in the golf cart? And I was like, I don't know, man. And cause we'd been like, he, you we'd, sound like you're an accomplice to this. No, 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 no. Oh, maybe I'm going to implicate myself here. Then I was like, uh, no, probably not. And then he was like, I'm going to take it. And I was like, no, you shouldn't do that. Cause they're coming and they need to, to leave in that. And he just looked at me and he smiled and I was like, what are you doing? And then he got Honestly, you drove it away. And I was like, you I, stood up to that guy I, more than I would have because I would have been like, I don't know. And then he, he said, You think I should take it? I would have been like, I don't know. I would have been like, Do well, what you got to do, it. man. I'm just. And he film. turned it on and he looked back at me and I was like, I, I, And then he just drove off and I was like, Ha, I should tell him. liar. You, you gave that motherfucker a I was thumbs like, up, didn't you? You were like, I was like, Send me a picture. I was like, Come back. Let me get on. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, man. yeah, Astro World. Uh, I hope that someone gets tried criminally. That's fucking insane, you know. And then you hear the stories mm -hmm. about the like the kids being in the crowd. Ugh, it's just horrible. It's horrible. But it also, it also is on the people, and it just shows you the fucking horribleness of human nature. That those motherfuckers were like pushing yeah. people down and then trampling people. I don't. I don't know. I I, it's not it's such a hard thing it is hard I, it's but terrible and uh, you know yeah i mean honestly it's there's the people be a, on top of the emergency vehicles count did you see that 
They were like trying to get an ambulance through the crowd and people fucking stopped the ambulance and were rocking it and they were on top of it and the fucking ambulance people were like, get off. Like we're fucking trying to get to people. Right. And they were like, oh, there's, yeah. it's, there's such a mob mentality. such Ugh. a crazy thing. You know what I mean? Just being in that big group of people. It's just so crazy. It's, it's horrible, just man. wild. It's just sad, and my heart goes out to the families. Of course, I, like it's <sighs> harrowing. Was the the the, yeah. the only way I can describe the post that I read that was explaining the videos, man. Oh, um, well, this was explaining someone who f- said they fell or whatever, mm-hmm. and they just they were like it was like a suction cup of a people because you know one person falls and that close when you're packed in that tight. Yeah, they said like once you know if you put your arms up, you wouldn't been able to put your arms down again. It was packed in so tight, like people just kept pushing forward and pushing forward. <sighs> Said that, and it's crazy oh God, because it just she said that she fell, and she was looking down when she fell, and could see that there were people that were two layers deep on the ground. If that makes sense, so there was people on the ground. There was people laying on the people on the ground, and then she had fallen on top of that layer of people. And and, the, and again, people were were unconscious and passed out down there. I and, just... And it's horrible terrible. because there were examples leading up to it. Like, there was... Yeah. When the people broke down the fences, people were getting trampled then. And then they should have stopped it. They should have been like, you know what? No, this is out of hand. Let's call it off. But, I don't know. Again, it, the main blame is on the organizers, for sure. I Yeah. I, Honestly, it's a kind of a fire festival thing. It is. That's what I was thinking of, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, back to back to the Zodiac Killer. So yeah. he shocked the nation in the 60s and 70s. You know, he's sending a, a stuff to the the authorities and to the media. He sent a bunch of letters and cryptograms to the press. He was daring people to crack his puzzles and, and catch him. And only one of the encrypted messages that was sent out by the Zodiac Killer was deciphered uh, by at history time, professor right? at the time. Yeah, at the time that this okay. article was written, I believe, yeah. also. Because I think recently there was another one that was cracked. Is that right? Well, about, I think a year or two ago there was a new cipher cracked. And then uh, just recently there was that breaking thing about it was um, revealed. It was uh, suspe- suspected that it was what? Post or whatever? Gary Francis Post? Something like that, yeah. So, yeah. So uh, the, the one that was deciphered by this history professor and his wife revealed that the Zodiac Killer was doing his killings because he believed he was collecting slaves for the afterlife, right? Um, Zodiac Killer, uh, he claimed responsibility for 37 murders. However, investigators agreed that only seven confirmed attacks um, can be attributed to him. One was a cab driver and three different sets of male-female couples. Of the seven attacks, two men survived, bringing the Zodiac's official body count to just five. Um, a number of books and films about the killer's crimes have been released over the years. Um, some of them examine the case, while others, like Gary L. Stewart's The Most Dangerous Animal of All, claim to solve it. Uh, but nevertheless, officially, the killer's identity remains unknown. And yeah, there was the, the people who thought that it was a specific man, but I think the FBI came out and said that that's not definitive whether or not that's him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah. Well, you know, honestly, <clears throat> what a fucking nerd. You know, had glasses. I bet he was a fuck, honestly, imagine well, fucking wearing but, glasses. Imagine the first thing you do when you wake up is go, oh, where are my glasses? You know, it's actually funny. I've got this. I've got. Um, you do have I've the got same a pair of them. Yeah, I've got a pair of Zodiac I'm, glasses. Yep, I'm. 
I'm looking at the picture and I'm looking at you. I'll put it in the video. Same guy. Honestly, if I shave my beard, mm-hmm. who knows? Who kn- I might look just like you, him. I haven't shaved my beard. You've in got the years. you've got the forehead crinkles. I do, I do kind of have when you go, um, when you like oh go no. up like this. I kind of have it. You know, I kind of have his nose too. Oh my god, you do. Are you the Zodiac killer? I, my grandfather might be. I mean, obviously, because I'm not old enough to be, but... Or are you? Nope. Aren't you like 47? And if I, and if that I still wouldn't be old enough, I don't think. And if I were old enough, maybe I wouldn't be so goddamn close to calling me out on, the, on a public space, Jose. You know, I'd be more careful with what I say if I were talking to someone I thought was... The goat of Zodiac Killer, because obviously that you would know that I was capable of murder. Yeah, but so, what are you gonna do? Drive twenty three hours to come kill me? You mean like I did in the seventies when I killed all those Californians? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of some nerd shit because you know he was. I just yeah. I fucking he was, I, the Zodiac Killer pisses me off a little bit more than mm-hmm. a lot of other serial killers because you know he did the ciphers and everybody's like he's yeah. like that like post of like. Oh, he's such a dangerous and smart criminal, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. it's like I bet he was a weird little jerk off, no. you know. Yeah, yeah, it was. He, he, he definitely. I love D and D, right? I love playing D and D, but he strikes me as a guy that was like a dungeon master. You know what I mean? Ooh, I was no, I was. He's that guy that's like uh, that's all we play. That always plays the rogue, you know. Mm-hmm. That always is like yeah. the like. Yeah. Dark warlock yep. rogue yep. guy, yep. you know. He strikes me as a type of guy that if he were at a video store, which is a, a throwback in itself, mm. um, but if he were at a video store and you were there with your buddy and you were like, "I think this movie's good," he'd be like, "You're an idiot if you think that movie's good." Blah blah blah, and then he'd yeah. just launch into like telling he, you um, why you're felt. Here, here's what it is: he mm-hmm. he'd be the guy that you were like. Yeah, I really like Avengers Endgame. And you'd be like, you're a fucking idiot. Zack Snyder yeah. is a genius. And what he's creating, and you're like, oh, jeez. I um, just remember, just remember, I get it. He was it's one of those guys that was tweeting out, release the Snyder cut. Yeah. <laughs> I get the I get the I get why people think he's so smart, but I just remembered there's never been a smart or charismatic serial killer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Remember that. Yeah, because people. even no, the ones that look, are charismatic, they really aren't. If they're just, you just, I mean, you know, I don't mean to, this has been talked at, at about ad nauseum, but everybody just thinks serial killers are raving fucking madmen. So whenever they're able to formulate sentences yeah. normally, they're like, oh, they're so smart. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, they're fucking no. not. Like one of the examples that comes to mind is I just listened to the last podcast on the left series about the Ken and Barbie killers, right? And yes. they talked about, uh, fuck, what's his name? Vanilla Ice. Um, fuck, what was it? What was Ken's name? Of the Ken and Barbie killers. Uh, oh, Paul Bernardo. Paul Bernardo. How the Canadian police just thought he was so charming or whatever. Yeah. And then you actually fucking listen to the, the guy and you're like, he's not at all. No, he's a fucking he's wacko. Like, he's a loser. Every but in killer. comparison to other, or to what the perceived image is, yes. everyone's like, Paul Bernardo, hot, hot guy, super, Whenever super cool. Yeah, whenever they're not Richard Chase screaming about, like, Nazis coming right, for his yeah. blood, they're like, mm, wow. Wow. Good point. You know, I what I like about that Ted Bundy is he's got those, um, God, Eugene Levy eyebrows. <laughs> you know? I, I just, yeah, yeah, he does. He does have the Eugene Levy eyebrows. Yeah. Good does. eyebrows, Eugene Levy. I thought you were going to say Ted Bundy. 
Nah, not Ted Bundy. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, remember when he was like, he was so confident in himself that he represented himself and it was just absolute fucking mania. Oh, God. God. Anyway, yeah, Zodiac. Anyway, not a just loser. because he made ciphers that were hard to crack doesn't make him a good person. He may, you know, or it's a smart person, you know. And I also think it shows off in the fact that he only wore the outfit once because he clearly was like, "This will be cool," and then put it on and was like, "Oh, it's so heavy!" <laughs> like I did not <laughs> think of the logistic, and then he didn't use it again because he was like, "That was a mistake." Yeah. But he was like, "It'll be cool if I wear it." Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do you think he believed this is a side I don't we don't mm-hmm. you don't have to rabbit hole too much on the zodiac but do you think no, he believed in any of the shit that he sent no okay no, no. like do you don't think he like, believed he I don't, was actually I don't crazy genuinely, enough to think that he no. was collecting souls for the afterlife no I think a, I think he was just being an edge lord right yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah 100% because yeah, yeah. I also think if we ever do crack all the other shit that he sent it's not going to be interesting at all it's going to be just no. the most ed- yeah edge lord interesting it'll be interesting because we know cracked it but 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 it's it's just going to be more shit like that where it'll be like i'm so smart and the police are so dumb the devil told me that i'm gonna get away with this and and it's like i am xenon or some shit yeah um yeah it's it's yeah because i i i I don't think he believed any of the shit he was saying i just think he was it's that classic thing of like a serial killer read one book or something that he really mm-hmm. liked. And he was like, I'm going to reference this all the time. So I feel like he uh, yeah. was like, what's the most edgy shit I can say? He's, the, he's like a Dennis Raider of like, mm-hmm. I'm so, I'm a serial killer and I know it. And or like, like uh, what's the guy who, who shot Lennon that like read Catcher in the Rye and was like, oh my God. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway. Boo. Honestly, John Lennon, also kind of a dick. Oh, yeah, for sure. Love his music, but... (laughs) Didn't deserve to get assassinated. No, no, for sure not. But kind of mean and rude. Imagine not beating your wife, am I right? (laughs) I'm sorry, so he's got a song called Imagine. Yeah. So All our right. next anyway. on our list, next on our list is the Alphabet Murders. You ever heard of the Alphabet Murders, Mason? I feel like I'd um, only heard of the name, but never actually the specifics of it. I, yeah, I don't really know much about it. Mm. So the Alphabet Murders, they happened in Rochester, New York from 1971 to 1973 with three victims. So in the early 1970s, three young girls were raped, then strangled around Rochester, New York. Uh, other than the manner of their death, the girls had one thing in common. Their names were all alliterative. The girls' bodies were left in towns that started with the same letter as their names. Carmen Colon was dumped in Churchville, Michelle Mayenza in Macedon, and Wanda Walkowicz in Webster. A similar modus operandi was observed in California serial killer Joseph Naso, who murdered a different Carmen Colon, which is an unfortunate coincidence. Uh, Pamela That's Parsons. Fucking, the odds are yeah. insane. Uh, he murdered Carmen Colon, Pamela Parsons, Roxanne Rogash, and Tracy Tafoya. A reference in Nazo's jur- journal to the death of a girl in the Buffalo Woods is what actually led investigators to test Nazo's DNA against DNA found at the Rochester crime scenes. But the DNA was not a match. So he was eliminated as a suspect. And then uh-huh. Kenneth Bianchi, who went on to commit the Hillside Strangler murders with his cousin, um, mm-hmm. Angelo uh, Buono Jr., 
he was suspected of the alphabet murders as well because he was from Rochester and he was living in Rochester at the time of the slayings, though he has been like, nah, that wasn't me. Uh, and so to this day, there's been no suspect that's been arrested in connection with the alphabet murders. Um, it sucks because obviously people died, but you think the they alliteration, he just yeah, ran I was out gonna, of maybe alliteration yeah. people, you know, he was just yeah. like, fuck. I think that it was like, well, cause the thing is about this an alliteration murder, it takes a lot of planning. You have yeah, to you think find just, how people. many nights do you think he spent with a phone book? Oh yeah. Right. And you then know, having to like, find their addresses and, or where they would be around. So I think it was just that maybe that he did the ABC and then he was like, I, that's so hard. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Um, and so then having this, to drive to a town with the same name. And is this anywhere related to the, um, the numeric cannibal murders? I've never heard of the numeric cannibal murders. Oh shit! Okay, so you want to tell us about because, that? Yeah, yeah. So there was one, there was one survivor, um, six who was afraid of seven because seven ain't nine. <laughs> you son of a bitch! You fucking had me. I was like, oh wow, Mason's gonna tell us something. You fucking uh, asshole. Six was afraid. I even would type seven, it up. I started looking eight, it up. <laughs> nine. The numeric cannibal murders. Ah, Mason. Seven eight nine, baby. If I could strangle you, I would. Oh, long walk to a short jump. Alright. <sighs> See that? The pod, pod dog, dog was looking right at you. He Dude, was like, he, can't believe he knows. Gone. He knows a good joke. Honestly, <laughs> when I heard you typing, I was like, oh man, he's fucking hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> I cannot believe that. Fuck. Yeah, you got seven, eight, nine, to motherfucker. <sighs> it's going in my journal. <laughs> it's going in my Times Mason has my... got me journal. <laughs> it's that, and it's. What's another time you've gotten me? There's, I'm sure there's a couple different times. Probably. I always I don't know. trust Check your you. Journal. There's there's another is this gonna be another supercut of all the times that you got you've got a made a fool of that you got out of the yeah, podcast to yeah, save face yeah fuck <laughs> anyway uh, all right um the next one on our list is the highway of tears murders Oof. you ever heard this yes you have I have oh okay it's upsetting so on highway well, six- as I mean all of the murders are yeah upsetting, right they're all upsetting so these took place on highway sixteen in British Columbia. Uh, in 1969 to present because they still, they've, yeah. So there's about 16 to 40 (laughs) plus, 16 to 40 plus victims. A shocking number of young women have disappeared uh, or been murdered along the desolate stretch of highway in British Columbia, uh, which is Highway 16. The cases date all the way back to 1969 and the sheer number of victims coupled with this length of time is what has led investigators to conclude that the Highway of Tears murders are actually the work of multiple killers. A lot of the victims are First Nations women uh, who are, you know, natives, uh, native Canadians, leading locals to contend that racism played a part in the attack as well, in the attacks as well as the lack of progress made in each case, because famously, as we saw with the Gabby Petito case, White women, unfortunately, get more attention. 
they're the most dead. It's the the less dead theory of yeah. the more on the margins of society a, a victim is, the less dead they are, mm-hmm. the less they're going to be investigated. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, because I yeah, it's horrible. Anyway, mm-hmm. so so prostitutes and sex workers and yeah. especially non-white ones. Yeah, are, people. Are always, yeah, people of yeah, women of color. Although, I mean, we talked about a little bit last time how. Um, uh, the Milwaukee cannibal uh, Jeffrey Dahmer would choose to murder minority men because he knew mm-hmm. that also police didn't do a fuck. Who, yeah. yeah, gay men. Yeah, because police were just like, ew, eh. yeah, gross. Yep, <laughs> I Pretty deem much. this yucky. Yeah. So although it's likely that some or even many of these women were killed by different people, it is believed that a large number of the murders can be traced to one killer. Royal Canadian Police have suspected American killer Bobby Jack Fowler as being responsible for killing anywhere from 10 to 20 of the victims and Canadian serial killer Cody Lejibokov. I hope I said that right. <laughs> no, I, I don't. No, Who cares? I, I don't give a shit. Fuck was it. convicted of one of the Highway of Tears murders. Despite this progress, the police do not believe that they will ever solve all 40-plus cases um, that have occurred along this stretch of highway. In many cases, too much time has passed. In others, there's simply not enough evidence to charge suspects. And in others, they probably just don't care. Unfortunately. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to... I don't want to shit on any police uh, work as far as... Oh, boy. I'm a, oh, man. I'm yeah. in a fucking... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm intrigued to see where you're going Ocean's 11 laser tunnel right mm-hmm. now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... Honestly, cops are fucking terrible, just yeah. in general. Yeah. Good base slayer to start that. Right. Canada has a specifically bad history of solving yeah. serial killer murders. Because yeah. I will say, the actually probably the best work, some of the best work American police have ever done is been solving murders, serial yeah. killers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Normally, it's not great, but America's but Canada specifically has had very a, a very poor track record of mm-hmm. of solving serial murders. They're not great at it. No. They and I don't want to generalize from the one case that I heard, but right. kind of seem like they just fuck around a lot. And well, actually, it, so, so it was so the, I, it was I, the Ken and Barbie killers, but yeah. it was also the Picton murders. They mm-hmm. did a fucking terrible. Well, job also, of it too. I so there's a Canadian. I think it's called CBC. It's like a, a Canadian like news site that I read sometimes about like stories in Canada. I don't know why, but it just fascinates me. And a lot of the time, yeah, the police suck. A lot of the the, the time they talk about like the crimes, like mm-hmm. investigative crimes. They're like, and the police don't have any leads or they're not or or it'll be like this man was murdered after he went to police and the police were like eh you'll be all right and then he was killed yeah and it's and like it's not to say God. when it comes to stereo also it happens in america too you know yeah that's true and i don't even know what he, i don't even know what to say because oh man <laughs> it's just a tough because like honestly cops are normally pretty shit but i don't mean to malign the ones who have who solved are, serial right, murders yeah. because to solve a serial murder is extremely fucking difficult, also, especially in cases when there's no, yeah, when it's a serial murder and there's no mm-hmm. connection to the victim really or anything like that. But did you hear about the? Uh, here's a, here's a little bit of a break in between these cases. Did you hear about the teacher who was murdered in your home state of Iowa? Um, yeah, I did. I've been looking more and more up about that. I haven't figured. Did you hear why those kids killed? Them? I don't think those they have a killed? reason yet. Although so there's I speculation. Heard- 
that it yes. might have been racially motivated, but they haven't well, said anything so yet. So I have heard that there was speculation that it was racially motivated. I also heard that they were both failing the class they were mm. in. So it could have been like a like a just like we can get away with murder. Right. Maybe? It's um, Fairfield High School. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fairfield, it's about Iowa. Five minutes away from me. Really. Uh, they also found. Um, I don't know if I, I think it was just confirmed a week or ago or so. Um, a young boy no. from Montezuma. Uh, mm. His body was just found. He had been missing for a while. Yeah. Honestly, there's been a lot of weirdly high-profile murders in Iowa um this year as yeah. opposed to m- my entire life yeah uh there's been the teacher there was the molly tibbetts case which mm. i don't even know what i haven't heard about uh, an update on that in a, in a that while that was like when i was in my freshman year i remember that well molly. so they just had the the trial with the 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 immigrant guy and then it got all muddled and people started doing conspiracy theory shit because this kid from montezuma was also missing mm-hmm. and there was a bunch of things shit about it was literally like a, a mini QAnon of people talking about the a sex ring being run out of a, the fucking New Sharon, which is a town. Yeah. Like 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Uh, yeah, I've been in New Sharon. That's where I went to my bank because it was the closest <laughs> gotcha. U- U.S. bank. So, anyway, so I, I don't know. Shit's fucking Gave me wild. the creeps, New Sharon. Uh, I mean, it's fine. I don't know. I, when you see, once you get used to how many little broke-ass That's towns true. there are in Iowa, it's not that crazy, but... Um, yeah, it's crazy. Um uh, no, yes, the, Noema Graber or Graber was yes. the teacher's name. Yes, she and was, she was is... from Mexico. Um, she was a Spanish teacher. Yeah, it's a shame. It's it's so sad. My heart goes out to the family. I read that her son posted something and was like, "I forgive them" or whatever, and I was like, "You are a better man than I am," because um, I would not have. But anyway, I don't know, man. It's, it's tough. It's bizarre. Freeway Phantom. That's who's next on our list. The Freeway Phantom was terrible name. <laughs> it just I think of like a man like in a she going woo. Oh, not to I mean not to go back to this too much, but the yeah, the the Xavier Harrelson kid, the the one who died and whose body was just found. Mm-hmm. Uh the first article when you look that up is 2 weeks later no answers of after body of adolescent found. So Hopefully the police aren't fucking this up, but um, Ugh, yeah, it, that was that article was posted three weeks ago. So now apparently it's been five weeks and there's still been no updates to it. So Jesus, really hope we find some justice for that. Yeah. So the freeway anyway, phantom. talk about the freeway <laughs> phantom. Woo! The freeway phantom Ooh. murdered in Washington D.C. from 1971 to 1972, with six confirmed victims in 1971 a killer began haunting the northeast neighborhood of washington dc six young black girls between the ages of 10 and 18 were murdered within a year and a half of each other victims were abducted while walking to the store to school their job or home the killer would rape and strangle each victim before dumping the bodies along the highway the second to last victim was found with a note that read, This is tantamount to my insensitivity to people, especially women. I will admit the others when you catch me, if you can. The Freeway Phantom. That was much better than I was going to do. That was perfect. 
That's exactly how I imagined that in my head. So police Honestly, suspected... if you say fucking tantamount, what an asshole. <laughs> police suspected an area in the gang of string attacks, but no convictions were made. They uh, suspected an area gang? I, I don't know what that... I just think that's just like a gang. Sounds like they suspected a gang, yeah. Yeah, I, that's a weird but way to write feel, that, That's right? a weird way to... That's a weird suspect for when you have a note that... That says it was me. They're like, oh, it's a group of... Again, right. mm. hmm. I think this is gang related. Yeah, um, I don't know. I we there may be actual evidence for that too. I don't mm. really know for sure, but there's oh, little. Uh, there were no convictions, and since then the case files have been lost. Yeah, yeah, which making is making solving the case nearly impossible. Which is very funny to me. The case files have been lost. That sounds a lot to me. Like, and again, I don't know the story, but it sounds a lot to me like. I don't want to do this case anymore. Honestly, Dump. make a b- fucking find a better lie. Yeah. Or also, that's like oh, the time. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Could you imagine that press conference of just yeah. being like, "We uh, we lost him." Yeah, that's like the time I took pictures for a uh, a family, and um, some of them didn't turn out great, and they were like, "We want those specific ones." What happened to them? And I was like. How do I tell them that I fucked up and I didn't take them as good as I... So I just said, oh, the SD card was corrupted. Mm, yes. I've done that before. So... <laughs> yeah. But that's not solving... That's a better lie, I guess, than they were either, lost. Though. Yeah. So so going on this well, game Well, here's thing, right? what happened is we gave them to Officer, Officer Paulson here. And now, Officer Paulson, you go ahead. You tell them what happened. I... I was at my desk. I was eating yes. my donuts. Sure. Uh, as you can see, I got the powdered sugar. He does have. Let the record show. I'd say let the record I show. I love donuts. Jelly-filled donuts. Any- uh, this isn't This isn't a court. Okay, well, anyway. <laughs> anyway Officer so, Paulson, continue. So I, there I was, right? I'm eating yeah. my donuts. I drop a donut on the floor, but I'm not going to let the donut go to waste. I, I bend oh. down. I go to pick up the donut. I brush it off. I blow on it. I look at the desk, boom, all the files, they's just gone. Yeah. Uh-huh. I one minute they're I there, can attest to that. The next they's gone. And I run and I, I say, getting... Hey, the files they's gone. Anybody seen the files? And tell me tell them, Captain, what you told me. I so I was at the coffee machine and then I turned and I got a thing of coffee and then when I turned around, the files were indeed gone. They they's gone. And then and then and then we went, where are they? And then we were like, well, and we I went like we this, under, I shrugged. I looked under, I looked under the rug. I even checked under my hat and they were not under he my hat. He did check under his hat. So, you know, honestly, at oh, a certain well. point, I'll tell you what, we are going to, as soon as we find the case files for the case of the missing case files, because yeah. we also lost those. But as soon as we find those case files, we are going to, we are going to absolutely find who's responsible for yeah. for for creating these missing case files bring them to swift justice once we're done with that we're totally going to get back to the serial killer so yeah cool any questions but a gang known as the green vega rapists were thoroughly investigated wow as that's the name yeah, of right? their gang? 
rapists. I wonder the what they do. River the rapists? Green Vega rapists. The Green Vega rapists? Yeah. Jesus Christ. So they were investigated as potentially being responsible for the murders, and each member of the gang was interrogate, interrogated, including those that were currently incarcerated at the time, and one such inmate claimed to have information about the killer, but would only tell what he knew of his identity could be kept secret, so the police agreed, and the inmate went ahead and he gave them the date and location of a murder and details considered a signature that the general public was aware of, uh, was unaware of. So consideration was given as to whether or not the inmate was involved in the murder, but he was cleared to, to his alibi. At that time, um, this is just a little bit of background. At the time, there was an election. During a pre uh, at the time, there was an election, right? And so during a press conference, one of the candidates announced that an inmate had provided information on the freeway phantom. Uh, and so because this threatened his identity, the inmate Wait, refused to tell investigators the anymore. Phantom, is this connected to the, yeah. the rapist? Oh, that's right. That's the yes. same thing. I You're forgot right. that yeah. they I forgot the Green Vega rapist and the Freeway Phantom are in the same uh, right. thing. Right. So because of this, though, because this candidate was trying to get elected uh -huh. and, and fucking compromise the, the, the investigation, the inmate refused to tell any more information and then denied having ever told anything. So it was... So here's a little bit on the missing files. At the time when these murders were being investigated, it was common practice for case files at the Metropolitan Police Department to be kept within files maintained by detectives who were assigned on the case. Many of the case files and notes on the freeway phantom have been lost. With many of the original investigators either retired or deceased, it would be difficult to track down the missing investigation. Again, it really just sounds like whoever was investigating went, I don't want to do this anymore. I, I can't get over, I can't, I cannot get over the fact that they, all that we, they, no one has ever explained how case files get lost. We've just, no, they've been lost. Mm-hmm. Look, every, can you imagine just being like, look, everybody makes mistakes, okay? We yeah. lost them, you know? Don't know where they are. Also, I, I, you know, if you, you ask me, I wish it was more of the, you know, the more of the Capitol Hill killer <laughs> phantom, you know? Yeah. Murder some of those crooks. Huh? Yeah. Is this you or is this the detective? No, it's just Mason, huh? <laughs> oh, very good. Very topical. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Long Island serial killer. We talked about him last time. So the Long Island serial killer, of course, was active in Long Island, New York. Duh. Uh, from 1996 to 2010, with even possibly up to 2013, uh, with 10 to 16 victims. So he was also known as Lisk, which is just Long Island, Long Island serial killer. And the Craigslist Ripper. Honestly, um, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good serial killer name, the Craigslist River. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah. So he killed at least 10 women and dumped their bodies along the Ocean Parkway in Long Island through the late Take 90s to Ocean and 2000s. Oh, it's not Ocean Avenue. <laughs> I want to hear that song, that pop punk classic, I Ocean don't. Parkway. Many of the women. Killed a girl on Ocean. Ah, oh, that doesn't work with Parkway. Mm -hmm. Many of the women targeted by the Long Island serial killer were sex workers who advertised their services on Craigslist, and authorities believe the killer contacted these women on Craigslist, arranged a meetup, then raped and murdered each victim. 
Don't John, you love how we could easily stop most sex the, the 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 giant rash of sex work murders by just legalizing sex work mm-hmm. so you could do it above the board? But because we live in a fucking Puritan founded ass country, we um, Puritan founded ass country that isn't. You know what I mean? And and then the people who claim and the, the fucking yes. people who are out there being like. We are Christians. We're Puritans. They're the most fucking dirty motherfuckers behind closed doors. And I just... Yes. The hypocrisy of it all, Mason. The hypocrisy of it all. I know. I just want people to remember this, that if we just legalized (sighs) sex work, these women could do things above the board. They wouldn't have to meet people secretly, and they wouldn't get murdered as much, and it'd be easier to find. And you could tax it. And it's good for the economy. Anyway. Hurts nobody. It's good for the economy. It's good for the economy. I can't I forget that fucking yeah. Biden quote, but anyway, <laughs> honestly, stop fucking Folks. around. Oh, no. So John Bitrolf was convicted of the murder of two sex workers in the early 1990s, and he suspected in at least one of the Lisk killings. Another notable suspect was James Burke. Burke was um, the former police chief of Suffolk County who had previously hired one of the victims And here's where it gets a little... So during the course of the investigation, it was revealed that Burke had, during his time as police chief, obstructed an FBI probe into the Long Island serial killer case. He was convicted of obstruction and the assault of a man who stole personal items from his vehicle. Burke has never been charged in connection with the actual killings, but he pled guilty to conspiracy to obstruct justice in February 2016 and was released uh, from jail in in 2018. Um, cool. Uh, the 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 man who who stole stuff from Burke's vehicle, the stuff that was stolen was pornography, or, or the the car was full of pornography and sex toys. So um, there's been well, no honestly. other evidence that suggests that he was the guy who did it, but. It was weird enough that we should probably... Honestly, by that sounds... It sounds like he was just probably a weirdo who didn't want to get found out that he was a weirdo. So Yeah, you but, know what why, I mean? but why try to get rid of... Why try to stop a probe into the Long Island serial killer case, specifically? Oh, that's a good point. So uh, He's probably just a dumb asshole. I don't know. I'm not trying again, to really then, defend him. I'm was, just saying he, he was, was probably... Also, he also hired one of the victims. That's true. All right, maybe so. He maybe I'm just she was gonna to to tell on him. And again, feels we know that police more... have been gold, uh, the Golden State Killer. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree. I'm not. I'm just saying. We also know that police are um, very anti feds coming in and taking. Oh over yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, a thing too. So uh, to me, he just sounds like a weirdo who was like, "I don't need you to do my thing." And then also, he just had a car full of sex toys. I don't know. It, yeah, I may be wrong, but yeah. No, I get you. <laughs> sounds like he sounds like a real piece of shit. For sure, sounds like someone that if I got pulled over by him, he would do the little thing where they're checking your ID and then they like flip it on your face. They flick you with it. You know what I mean? You ever seen that in movies? Where a cop nope. will pull someone over and be like, "You'd be like, what am I getting pulled over?" And then they hit you with it and they're like, "Don't give me that lip, son." Or something like that. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I never have to worry about that. I've never had to be afraid when a cop pulls me over because of the color of my skin. So that and you always every wear, time you you have a sticker on your car that says, "Hey, I love cops. Please don't pull me over." 
Yeah, like honestly, that. honestly though, if you put, I I guarantee you, you'll get out of a ninety percent of you, any yeah. traffic violations if you put it back the blue sticker on oh, your yeah. car. Yeah, I'd love to see. I'd actually love to see that study. Maybe done I should do that. Of like just going around, putting a sticker on, running a bunch of lights, yeah. getting a different car, not putting the sticker on, mm-hmm. running a bunch of like stop signs or something. Don't mm-hmm. put anybody in danger, but you know yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> like minor traffic infractions. Yeah. See how many you get pulled over if you have a back the blue versus not. Mm-hmm. Our next one is the Colonial Parkway Killer, who was active in Virginia from the from 1986 to 1989 with eight victims. In the late 1980s, Virginian couples were targeted and attacked by a killer along the Colonial Parkway. Three you couples, ever, yeah. You ever realize, so there's so many serial killers that are just named after the place that they mm-hmm. kill. Have you ever really thought about how much heavy lifting the word killer does in, in those? Because I didn't really realize it until now, but honestly, if you would just, if, if it was the Colonial Parkway kisser, it's not that scary. <laughs> no. Actually, that's still really scary if there's yeah. like a guy on the loose running just around kissing, kissing people. people? If it was like the Colonial Parkway, like sandwich guy, <laughs> honestly, that's but not you're that picking, scary. You're picking things that aren't crimes. Well, that's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying the word the the the, the, the I, lo- yes. location has. It's not scary. That's why the, the, the best the names are the killer. ones that are like the Craigslist rippers. Like good, mm-hmm. yeah, because if it but was, like, but like if it was the, the Colonial, Colonial Parkway, Parkway, Parkway Jaywalker, yeah. Yeah. Or the Colonial Parkway Thief, I'd be like, okay, whatever. It's only it only sounds scary because of the word killer. Killer. Yeah. I prefer when they when they're given other names besides killer, like the next one on our list, which we'll get into. But three couples were found dead. A fourth couple's bodies uh huh? Three couples were found dead. And a fourth couple's bodies were never found, although their car and some of their clothing was discovered. The fourth couple is presumed dead. So the three couples and all four cars were found along the Colonial Parkway, usually only a few days after they went missing. In all cases, there were no signs of attempted robbery or sexual assault. A few theories about the killer have been proposed, including that the perpetrator was a police officer or posed as one to mislead the victims. A retired Milwaukee detective, Steve Spingola, believes that the killings were committed by different killers though a family member of one of the victims is suspicious of Spingola's conclusion and asserts that he merely sought to profit from covering the case. The murder remains under investigation to this day. Were the three were the three couples that were found in their car? Yes, and then the fourth like, one wasn't. Oh, okay. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I bet um, that one's not connected. I don't maybe. know why. I just kind of feel, well, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. What am I? What am I gonna do? Create a whole profile off of a paragraph someone yes. just read to me? Yes. All right. You, was, have you not been doing it was that? A different. It was a different person. Okay. And our next one, and this is what I'm talking about. I think it's cooler when they don't go with like just killer. When they do like a ripper or mm-hmm. uh, whatever. The servant girl annihilator. This one just seems yeah, okay. really disrespectful to the victims, though. It, okay, first off, it's very disrespectful to the victims. Also, it doesn't sound like a person. It sounds like a like tool. a band. Oh. Oh. No, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like this is the servant girl annihilator. You know? Sounds it like annihilates. a yucky tool. Like a well, used yeah, for Well, honestly, I bet this guy stuff. is a yucky tool. Very good, Mason. Got him. Zing. <laughs> 
Servant Girl and Annihilator you know, Zero. We should stop making fun Mason of these Trader guys. They never, they never got caught. Okay? That's true. We got to stop making fun of them. Okay. Well, I they think can this guy's us. dead. So the, well, the Servant so. Girl Annihilator was active in Austin, Texas, from 1884 to 1885. So I don't think we have to worry. <sighs> Thank God. Um, with eight victims to his name in the late 1800s, Austin. Texas fell prey to a crazed murderer with an axe. Seven women and one man were killed by the servant girl annihilator, while six more women and two more men were brutally attacked. I'm guessing servant girl annihilator plus a few other people didn't Didn't, quite roll off the tongue as well? Yeah. The killer would attack in the dead of night. He dragged most of his victims outside before brutalizing them with an axe the killer tore across Austin for just under a year, and then, just like that, the attacks ceased. In an 1885 article in the New York Times, it claimed that upwards of 400 men were interrogate, interrogated in connection with the attacks, yet no one was yeah, ever charged. Yeah, but it was the 1800s, so you know it was just like, did you do it? And they were like, no. That was like, Okay, and then they All moved right. on. Yeah, uh, He seemed truthful, I don't know. I don't think he did it because of the way that he said no. Yeah, sounds good to me. Uh, so did I? I'm sorry. Did I do? You're asking if I did it. Yes. No. Okay, sounds good. Get out of here. Here, half a nickel. Can I? I'm sorry. You you confiscated my bloody axe when you asked oh, yeah, me that here question. You go. Could I have yeah, that? Oh, this. thank you so mm-hmm. much. Here thank you. you. Yeah. Have a nice day. You too, officer. Hey, back the blue, am I right? <laughs> what Ooh. a nice guy. Wow. I'm going to murder a girl. What was that? Oh, we're still next to each other. Oh, wild. Uh. Absolutely wild. Remember, I didn't do it. Okay, bye. Bye. Um, so numerous suspects have surfaced in the years since, with one familiar name on the suspect list, Jack the Ripper. So, in a book mm. called Jack the Ripper, The American Connection, author Shirley Harrison asserts that Jack the Ripper honed his brutal craft in America before initiating his reign of terror in London's Whitechapel neighborhood. I've heard I that don't know. it might... There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a newfangled writer saying it's Jack the Ripper, but obviously that's impossible because, see, this one's called The Servant Girl Annihilator. If it was Jack the Ripper, it'd be called Jack the Ripper Killings, right? <laughs> It'd be called... What do you think he did? Got a new name? That's not possible. <laughs> you know... I just, I just she... love being an incompetent cop from the 1800s. <laughs> Who talks like a 1920s? There's no way that the servant girl, Annihilator, and Jack the Ripper can be connected. And let me tell you why. Different names. How do you Honestly, explain that? Yeah. And, I know, what you're, and I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that we just lost the case files. We did. When, you're, you're right. Yes, we, we did. did. But also, honestly, doesn't take a detective to doesn't figure take out a detective the different to solve names. a case. But it does. Thank, Keep thank God it money. doesn't, because neither of us are detectives. I'm a patrolman. I just walked in off the street. <laughs> Uh, our next one is one that we we will have to cover at some point. I think he's a very interesting killer. It's Bible John. You ever heard of Bible John? I have not, but that's the kind of name I want for my serial killer, 100%. Bible, Bible John. John. Terrifying. Yeah. 
So Bible John was active in Glas- uh, Glasgow, Scotland. I think it's Glasgow. Why don't you shut the fuck up? Anyway. Glasgow? I don't know. I think it is. Glasgow. I don't know. It's something. Glasgow. It's not. All Glasgow. I know is it's Glasgow. not pronounced the Glasgow. way it fucking. It, it's not. Glasgow? Scott. I don't know. All I know is it's not pronounced Glasgow. the way it should be. It's not pronounced. It's not pronounced Glasgow, which is how it's written, but yeah. I, that's wrong. Check like out. I know Edinburgh that's wrong. is pronounced Edinburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Or they say Z is Z. Z. Australians say that too. In, so he was he was active in 1968 to 1969 with three victims to his name during the late 1960s in Glasgow, Scotland. Th- three brunette women between the ages of 25 and 32 were murdered after visiting a music and dance venue. Known as the Barrowland Ballroom, you could for I like our audio you listeners, do, I, you couldn't you couldn't see that, but I did a little dance. That's I just I like I just like how you did a silly Scottish accent to immediately follow up with three girls were murdered. Yeah, yeah. In Glasgow, three girls were brutally murdered and raped. So, and then I did a little dance while I talked about the place <laughs> where they did, were yeah. killed. Oh, it's I'm doing the skank. I'm doing the ska dance. <laughs> So after le- <laughs> after leaving the club with the unknown man, the victims were then beaten, raped, and killed. Witnesses who saw the victims before their disappearance claimed that the man the women left with would often quote from the Bible leading to his memorable nickname. Can you imagine leaving with someone who's quoting the Bible all night? I just, I don't know. I that anyway. wasn't. I don't know what Scotland was like in the '60s, but it does seem a little like that would be the worst. That's guy my at a party. red flag. Yeah, the guy at a party who comes up to you and is like, you know, John three sixteen. I'm like, no. Actually, fuck you go off. to a Christian university. You should try that. Go to a party and then do that. Just just hit up. Just get, just slide in there and be like Mark twenty eight sixty four. Put my arm around a girl like yeah. Philippians three fourteen. She's like, oh my god, let's get out of here. And I'm like. Yeah, Bible also, Jose. I, I want to quote. I was gonna make some Bible quote jokes, but I don't know. I don't know any of them, and I'm actually all, studying all I, the Old Testament right now, and I can't tell you any of them. All I know is that I'll, I'll, I'll I'm gonna pronounce it plasms till the day I die. <laughs> Cause fuck you, not how words work. I mean, it would be pasalms, pistols, because it's p s a l m s. Tell you what, pistols. here's what I know for sure. When I went. I went to church up until the eighth grade. Uh huh. No one ever said the word out loud, so I just my brain was just like plasms because that's the only <laughs> word that makes sense. And then I now I refuse to call it anything different. Yeah, that's all right. So Bible John's brief sermons in the club centered on adultery and other sections from the Bible. His first victim, 25-year-old Patricia Docker, was found naked in the doorway of a garage in South Glasgow. Her body had shown extreme blunt force trauma as well as signs of strangulation. Bible John would later employ these same methods in killing two other victims, uh, Jemima McDonald and Helen Patak. Do you think he was, like, cool about it? No, I feel like he Do was Do you think not. he was like, God says, no. not to eat ass, I'll do it anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was like, he's no, like I song 16 so. and then the, opened up the mouth of an Maybe, ass right? like he, me he'd have later to. tonight. You know? He'd have or to, because otherwise, like, I, even in the 60s, I don't think a woman would choose to go home with a man who's like... You're One of a dirty the worst whore. Things that you can do is commit adultery. I'd be like, uh, 
Hey, no, there, thank you, you look like a stupid fucking slut. Did you know the Bible says fuck you, or maybe, you whore? Or maybe like bad boy, you know? Like he's a <laughs> bad boy. Maybe oh. if they had, I don't know. Anyway, so Bible John was never apprehended and his identity remains unknown. A convicted serial killer and rapist named Peter Tobin was suspected of being responsible for the murders, but he was never charged in the Bible John case. I've never read a Bible in my life. <laughs> that was his excuse. I couldn't tell you shite about a Bible. <laughs> I'm going to do a joke to what you said, but I wanted to stretch first. Um, yeah, no, yeah. And you know that the cop was like, right, well, can't be him. He's never read the Bible. And then they bring out the Bible and like, all right, lad, what's this? God. Okay, get out of here. No, wait, no, you're still convicted of other killings. Never mind, get back in here. No, you said double jeopardy. No, ah, son of a bitch. Oh, I got you. Let's get out of here. I can't keep doing the Scottish (laughs) thing. I'm losing it fast. (laughs) Can't so, believe I held it together that long for that for that long of a bit. We need to get you an accent coach. Is what we need to do. Once we get enough money, that's my that's my plan for you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm do a pretty good job with them. So, I've got the two. I've got two that I do really well. Mm-hmm. And it. But but they. But those two change depending on what mm-hmm. day it is that we're recording. So our next one is the Cleveland torso murderer. He was active in. Cleveland, Ohio, in 1935 to 1938, with 12 to 20 victims. The Cleveland Torso Murder, also known as the Mad Butcher of Kingsbury Run. Better name. But better name. Way, Way better, better name. name. The Mad Butcher of... I mean, listen, they did just do the place thing again, but mm-hmm. it, with the Mad Butcher... Also, Kingsbury yeah. Run is better than Cleveland. That's true. It's also better than whatever the fuck that other one was. The, like, Cantonbury or, uh, Parkway. Uh, Colonial Parkway. Yeah. Yeah. So, the Mad Butcher of Kingsbury Run, or the Cleveland Torso Murder, was a Great Depression-era serial killer who terrorized Cleveland, Ohio, between 1935 and 1938. Talk about horrible timing. I mean, it's always a horrible timing for a murder, but the Great Depression, man, you come th- on. Do you, think, do you think he had one or two people that were just like, oh, thank God. M- probably. You know, he, like, pulled the knife out, and he was just like, oh, thank God, so God. <laughs> oh, you're going to kill Maybe. me. That's so nice. Yeah. It sucks so much being alive right now. I am in an incredible amount of debt. Thank you. I live um, in Cleveland. <laughs> Fuck. I've actually heard Cleveland's very nice. I do love that that it is a joke though, up to just mm. shit on Cleveland in, in the uh, media. Yeah. I think it's very fun. At so, least they're not Detroit. <clears throat> that's true. The killer beheaded and dismembered multiple male and female victims often dumping their bodies in the impoverished Cleveland neighborhood known as Kingsbury Run. The official number of victims attributed to the Cleveland Torso murder is 12, although some researchers suggest the total body count may be as high as 20. Now, it's interesting that he beheaded people. Mm -hmm. So you'd think he'd be like, I don't know, the Cleveland head cutter offer i get that that doesn't roll off the mm -hmm. tongue but that was also a first pitch i'm just saying that the the torso murderer doesn't quite make sense the cleveland headsman decapitator yeah honestly both of those are better than Mm -hmm. the one that they they because he didn't murder torsos quite did he Mm -hmm. yeah i mean he did but like he didn't that's not quite how he murdered him like when you say that he was a torso murderer i expected i wonder maybe it's because like they found the torsos first 
Well, okay, but they have to find just torsos, though. Yeah. He better have cut the arms and legs off also. Because if that was a body with Yeah, I mean, he dismembered him, so... Well, he cut the head off. Oh, well, maybe that's why... No. Because I guess without a head, it's still a headless body, not just a torso. Unless yeah, they, it's not unless just a torso. He was cutting the the body Arms into three and parts. Arms legs off, too. Yeah, I don't know. So I the don't killer, like it. I don't like it. The killer. I got notes pr- for this serial killer name. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I don't like him because of the killings more than anything. The well, killer- his, I don't think he thought of the name, though, so honestly. No, 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 yeah. The killer preyed upon drifters and the working poor living in the makeshift homes of the Kingsbury Run area. As a result, many of the torso murderer's victims remain unidentified. The first confirmed torso murder victims were discovered on September 23, 1935. They were Edward Androssi and an unidentified male. Androssi's body was found some 30 feet away from the remains of the unidentified male. Both were castrated with their heads missing. The heads were eventually recovered. More grisly slayings of mutilation followed suit. A number of the bodies were discovered long after the killings had occurred, further complicating efforts to track down and stop the murderer. Authorities suspected Dr. Francis E. Sweeney of being the culprit, mm. but they didn't have I enough evidence. I don't trust a Sweeney. No, Sweeney Todd. That, that's why I don't trust Sweeney. Uh, they didn't have enough evidence to convict him, and then another man, Cleveland resident Frank Dolezal, was arrested in 1930. Nine as a suspect in the slaying of torso victim Florence Polio, only to die under mysterious circumstances while in police custody. In 2010, researchers from the Cuyahoga Community College released evidence that cleared Dolezal's name, and to this day, the Cleveland torso murder case remains unsolved. Well, that one's really cool. Yeah. The Oakland, the next one is just referred to as the babysitter or also the Oakland County child killer, but he's better known as the babysitter. Uh, It's an unidentified serial killer who murdered at least four children in Oakland County, Michigan between 1976 (laughs) and 1977. (laughs) Your pause there. I thought I was, I I was reading the article too. And I was like, Oakland. Okay, cool. And then you're like, Oakland County, Michigan. And it's like, Oh, that's not Oakland. Yeah. No, that's what I thought too. Yeah. So the killer received their nickname because each child was bathed prior to their murder. Suggesting that the, t- the killer had some form of twisted parental instinct. Okay, it seems like the Maybe. I would have called him the baptizer. Oh yeah, the baptism killer. The baptism, yeah. Or yeah, not were you gonna try to were you gonna try to get baby in there? Were you gonna try that? Because I was thinking maybe like the the baby washer the killer, baby tizer, the babe, the babe bather, the babe tizer killer. Look, the, the, my point is, I don't think babysitters bathe children, so it's weird to call him the babe. The, Honestly, I would be upset if some the probably, babysitter I hired bathed. I think my some child. probably do, but I think there's definitely a distinct line of like I think I don't think I don't think I, I don't think it's like. I think Maybe you nannies. know. Nannies I think probably. you know going in if you're going to bathe that yeah. child. I don't think it's you know no one ever. I don't think ever anyone ever wants to come home and be like, "I'm sorry, you bathed my child." It's like yeah. a conversation you have up front. Yeah, right? for sure. Anyway, the killer, we know what like having children is like. Obviously, yeah. For two being chi- being children ourselves, we know exactly. what it's like to have children. So, due to children being the only targets, the investigation set off a wave of mass hysteria in the state of Michigan at the time with parents 
understandably obsessed with educating their children on stranger danger and instituting many neighborhood watch initiatives. You know, I do think I've heard about this one, and I think it really, it ended Michigan's National Bath Day, where they would all bathe together. They stopped doing that because of this. And it's like, you know, it sucks when traditions are ruined by people. You know, it's like the candy thing. Yeah, Can't what give out baked goods anymore? Oh, Halloween? yeah. Right? Yeah, that was yeah. that was always the shitty thing about school was, because my mom makes some delicious home food, and it's cheaper than going and mm-hmm. buying store shit. Mm-hmm. So... That sucked uh, whenever the story came out about whoever made yeah. root beer in their bath or whatever. Did you ever hear that story? That was yeah. one of the reasons in our na- in yeah. our district that we weren't allowed mm-hmm. to bring yeah. homemade shit anymore. You didn't get homemade shit, and the people of Michigan can't take one big bath together like they always did every year. If you're gonna annual keep, Michigan bath, stop day. ruining traditions is what I say. There's yeah. a war on Christmas, Mason. Anyway, so I agree. <laughs> the truth. I'm waging it. I'm the, I'm the war. I'm sick of this. I'm not Cons- doing this anymore. Conservatives this hate this man. Here's I'm why. The-, the truly disturbing part of the whole case was that each of the children, Mark Stebbins, 12, Jill Robinson, 12, Christine Milik, 10, and Timothy King, 11, were discovered fully clothed and washed and were held anywhere from 4 to 19 days before being killed. Despite a few promising leads, including most recently the discovery of a blue AMC gremlin suspected of having been the killer's car, the case remains open. So Charlie Chopoff. Have you ever heard of Charlie Chopoff? I've not. He was a killer who operated in Manhattan from 1972 to 1974. Charlie Chopoff killed five black children and was giving his nickname due to his practice of committing genital mutilation. On his male victims. The prime suspect was Erno Soto, who was arrested. Hey, can we restart that? I just realized I blew my girlfriend a kiss while you were talking about genital mutilation, and I don't know how great I feel about that anymore. Children genital mutilation, too. Okay. So Charlie Chopoff was a killer who operated in Manhattan from 1972 to 1974. Uh, Charlie Chopoff killed five black children and was given his nickname due to his practice of committing genital mutilation on his male victims. The prime suspect was Erno Soto, who was arrested by police in May 1974 after trying to abduct a young boy. Soto, a mental patient from the Manhattan State Hospital on and off, on an on and off basis, confessed to the 1973 murder of eight-year-old Stephen Cropper. Unfortunately, Soto was never conclusively linked to the murders and was deemed unfit to stand trial, although the murders did stop after his arrest. Was so this maybe, the guy, was this had anything to do with the, wasn't there a rumor of the, the guy in the woods? Was that this guy? Cropsy, yeah. I Cropsy? think that, is that this, I think this is Or that was that a, just a similar thing? Because there was a guy who was like living in the thing, right? Cropsy oh, was, no, had like, similar guy, not him. This is a different guy than Cropsy. Because there was, there was the guy who inspired Cropsy, who was like a janitor at the former who was still hospital living there, or whatever right? who was still living there yeah different and he, guy like, did he try to kidnap somebody or he something he killed like do... two girls or something oh, like he, that. yeah i thought okay and then he tried to kidnap a third or something like that anyway <clears throat> back to so yeah so that's charlie chop off gross i don't like how you saved these for last yeah not fun and our final one mason is mm-hmm. the doodler as you can probably... Nope. No, 
No. Yeah. See, because here's what you're you're fucking trying to bait me into this one, aren't you? Because you want me, you want me to do a bunch of jokes uh-huh. because this guy's name was the Doodler, uh-huh. and then you're gonna be like, haha, very funny. He he murdered fourteen children, and I don't know, castrated them. You're gonna do something gross. Fuck I never you. make you do no. these things. You choose you, to. So this one, okay. You, I agree. You don't normally, but this one specifically, I think you're trying to bait me into doing into making a joke just so you can tell me that he did something terrible. Just go ahead and make the joke, Mason. What did he do, Jose? Did he doodle? I mean, did he? What? Go, go ahead. ahead. Say say what you were gonna say. I just want to know if he doodled. Did he doodle on the bodies? Is that what he did? Did he draw like little lightning no. bolts and no, you know those s's? You know the s's. Yeah. You know those s's. Yeah. The, the... Did he do those? Did he doodle those <laughs> on on the bodies? No, he didn't do that. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. So the doodler got his nickname due to his practice of sketching his male victims prior to having sex with them and then stabbing them to death. So the killer I operated... Am, I was weirdly close. You were, yeah. So the killer operated in the San Francisco area from January 1974 to September 1975 and targeted the area's gay community, claiming 14 lives in the process while injuring three others. And we're entirely sure that this is not like a Batman rogues gallery. <laughs> character right because the doodler is like straight hello out of batman that. and then he's just like now batman stop moving no hang on i know you're coming towards me but give me a second hang on the, the what did you the do advantage to i the advantage of being them. the doodler is it doesn't have to be that good it's just quick boop there's your symbol okay doodler <laughs> away so so i doodled them batman and they'll be a doodle forever unless you can solve the riddle in time Wait, are you are you also the Riddler? No, but there's only so much you can do with doodling. So as you can see, I've created a science machine that turns a family of people. It's a family. It's a mother, a father, and two children. It'll turn them into a permanent doodle. It's gonna press them flat onto a, onto paper. It's gonna. It's a big. It's a bulldozer, uh-huh. and it squishes them flat against a wall, and then it turns them into a thing. And to a doodle, obviously, it's a real-life doodle. You get it. You get it, right? You get the doodle thing? You get how if I squish them against a piece no. of paper, they turn into a doodle. Do you get that? I, I, I get it, yeah. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Because that was and my I first wait. concern. So <clears throat> if you don't... if You, you don't, don't know Arkham. No. Because if you... hit you really hard. Oh, well, now here's the... part... Like past, the, like you're gonna be on the ground. Well, and I'm still hold on. Hit you. <laughs> you'll give me if you no. Hold on. If you'll wait a second, you'll find. If I you don't, don't wait. <laughs> if you can't save the family, I'm mentally unstable, probably. <laughs> if you <laughs> if if you wait, no, stop trying to hit me. If you wait thirty seconds, I'll explain the rest. If you. If you can't save the family before they can turn into a doodle, or you can save Commissioner Gordon, who I've captured and is also I'm gonna punch you. turned into the doodle. No! <laughs> I'm so excited for Robert Pattinson's mentally uh, unhinged Batman. Anyway, he looks so It's so cool. Good. Uh, anyway. Uh. Due to the sensitive nature of identifying as homosexual at the time, the three surviving victims were reluctant to speak to police in fear of being outed, and as a result, there was very little information for authorities to go on. An, an unidentified young man was the primary suspect, but was never officially charged because none of the men would testify in court. So it seems that he got his name because he would doodle them first and then kill them. Can we not say, what did he do to it? Did he write, he, what did he write on them? No, 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 he would sketch the pictures of them before oh. he killed them. 
Gotcha. And then probably yeah, leave them with the bodies. And also, I do want to point out that um, at I bet the you time, that's the way he picked them up too. It was like he'd sketch them and be like, "Hey, I drew you." You know, mm, that's a good way to yeah. pick up people. I'm not don't talented mur- enough to do it them. though, but <laughs> oh, you <laughs> probably figured out. I just draw a stick figure. I go up to a girl. I'm like, it's like tits. "This is you." <laughs> yeah, just, just stick figure with big tits. I'm like, "This is you." You want to go home with me or? Um, um, I just, I do want, I want it to be known that, um, Harvey Milk, you know, Harvey yeah. Milk, um, Harvey Milk was, uh, he was an openly gay man who was on the city council, mm-hmm. I think for, um, uh, San, San Francisco. Ram? He was assassinated in 1978. Uh-huh. And at the time, um, police were wearing support. What was that fucking piece of shit? Um, uh, um, what is his name? Yeah, I don't remember. Something that. white. Dan, Dan white. white. So uh, police were openly wearing free Dan White t-shirts underneath their Yeah, Harvey uniform. Milk was mayor when he was killed. No. Yeah? No, he wasn't because they also killed the mayor. They killed the mayor. No, no, no. Sorry, he was Harvey supervisor. Milk. Yes. Um, but anyway, the, so that's how terrible it was at the time that police were openly supporting a man who... In broad daylight, gunned down two men, one of which was a homosexual, and they were supporting him. So, uh, San Francisco is a fucking terrible <laughs> city. It's the yeah. it, it was really cool for a very small amount of period, and if you ask me, it's been coasting on that way too long. Anyway, well, that's the end, Mason. We got to the end of the list. Yay. Spooky, right? They're out there probably. They, th- I think the scariest part about an uncaught serial killer is that they got to just live a normal life and yeah. probably die of old age. And yeah. that's why, you know, yeah. there's, there's always the argument when people like the Golden State Killer. Some people will be like, mm-hmm. well, they're old. Why put them in jail? No, because they don't get to just live. And while their victims didn't, right. fuck it, let them yes. die, die, die in jail or, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's one of the scariest things is that they get to live a life and it sucks. And I, hopefully yes. the ones that are still alive get caught one day and they see justice for the sake yeah. of the victim's families. Also, I hope if any of them are listening, you're a little dick nerd and everybody hates you. Yeah. And you're not cool and you're not smart. You're yeah. a stupid nerd. Yeah. Well, with that... We also, the- I'm a cop. I don't know. <laughs> if you're a serial killer that never got caught, write to us and we'd love to interview you on the show. Yeah, honestly... Yeah, yeah, very good. I'm winking because we're calling the police. We're yeah. not going to call the police. You can be, you'll can, you be safe. They're not going to be safe. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll see you guys next week with an episode topic that you will find out when you listen to the show. Yeah. And we're excited to be back. We're we're pushing forward, baby. We're, we're here Christmas to time state. soon. Again, um, we don't normally do a, rip, a thing at the end of these, but I will just say this. Uh, thank you to everyone that supports the show. A shout-out. I'm gonna, I think, I've decided I'm going to shout-out We out don't normally state. thank our fans. No, I mean, like, at the end of the Lost Log, we don't do the no, I whole gotcha, thing. Yeah. But um, I want to – I think in the main episodes, we're going to start shouting out states where we, where we have good fans or whatever. But um, mm. tell your friends about the show. That's how shows like this grow is by recommending. True. Lie yeah. to your friends. If if they're tell them that our show is about something else, you know, if your That's friend's true. like, I, I really like the Joe Rogan experience, be like, oh, you know, we're gonna like Captain Rogue, and then at least we which, get the download, you know. Can we get a round of applause for newest Joe Rogan fan club member Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> you've been 
Seeing that shit, that's Congrats. fun, right? Congrats, yeah. Dude, honestly, best friend, BFF Joe Rogan Jesus. told him that ivermedicin cures COVID. God. I, I, I did a bit last time but about the thing about Joe Rogan had the CNN doctor on, and he was like, how come CNN said that what I was taking was a horse dewormer? It was, it was actually given to me by a doctor. Because it's primarily used as a horse dewormer, you fucking psychopath. Just take the goddamn vaccine, you fucking child. It's not that... Oh. Honestly. I did, I did see... There, there is this YouTuber I follow, and she posted about getting vaccinated. And she, she on her Instagram, she was like, to all the people that are in my, com- my DMs about the vaccine, I have gone every single vaccine that my doctor has recommended. It's not fucking political to me. So you are like a, you're trying to get at yes. the wrong person. It's and I was fucking, like, yeah, because yes. it's not. It's not fucking political. It's you just know, a it, fucking. It was as 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 Aaron Rodgers started talking about it. It really sunk in the fact that like I got vaccinated and it nothing happened to yeah. me. I got sick for one day. Yeah. And honestly, I got a paid day off from work. So yeah. mm, whatever. And then when I got COVID, I didn't fucking die, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I um, actually haven't got COVID yet. I got it. It wasn't fun. Which, I mean, honestly, at a certain point, when does when does this become like a children of men thing where my blood gets taken for a cure? Because apparently it's... <laughs> do, honestly, do you know how fucking rare it is to not have gotten COVID in rural Iowa at this point? Pretty rare? I mean, like, yeah. It's Look, fucking, all I'm saying is it's they are now asking for vaccination cards at restaurants here in Los Angeles. And sometimes I forget things. So I would like to be able to dine in. So everybody go get fucking vaccinated, please. I lost my card and I'm worried. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, you can't eat here if you ever come well, visit. Yeah, thank God. I Iowa mean, we can do take out. <laughs> it, but uh, anyway. But get vaccinated, please. Get vaccinated, folks. It's yeah. not political. It's literally not. Anyway, thank you for listening. And we will catch you next time. Stay safe. Bye.